Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening once again. And in the spirit of transparency, I want to tell you how I am making these podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way that I found that I can make a podcast. It's free and the app actually comes with uh, tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts get your actual audio and you don't have to do anything. That's beautiful. You can make money from it. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have in order to be able to create income from this podcast. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So you just have to download the free Anchor app or go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hey, 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 friends. It's Erica here with the Art of Trans podcast. As always, I'm excited to introduce to you all a very, very special guest. We're going to dialogue a little bit. and You know how we always start. I'm just going to let this person introduce themselves and then we'll go from there. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Wine Wool. I'm your favorite track therapist. Um, and I'm here with my, my home man, Dr. Dr. Jones. I'm coming to have a little conversation with y'all. What's going on, girl? Appreciate you for having me on the Art of Transition podcast, finally. <laughs> yeah. we, we It's always a good time when we connect. You for know, sure. I can't ever think of a time when we had a conversation or we were in the same space where I didn't grow. Yeah, for um, sure. Vice versa, for sure. It's definitely, so. it's definitely good for us. I think, um, you know, we were talking about different things. I think it's definitely good for us to start you know, having more conversations just about how our different worlds intersect and, you know, what that looks like. So I'm excited, man. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, definitely. I really want you to kind of talk about yourself, brag on yourself a little bit. (laughs) You know, uh, your brand is, when I first heard the name of your podcast and and the name of your movement, I laughed to myself. I'm like, yes, yes, this is raw. This is real. So just tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, and kind of how you transition into that brand. No, for sure. Um, so I, I kind of started my path about seven years ago in 2013, um, and it began with me publishing my first book. It was called King Without a Crown. And uh, my transition um, into that came from, you know, I was a, I was a college athlete, thought I was going to go to the NFL. That didn't happen. So I really just kind of, you know, coming from a mentality of being a hustler, I come from the south side of Atlanta. But I never really, I never wanted to work a job. You know, school, getting a degree was just a byproduct. It's just a result of me trying to go to the league. So um, understanding that I had gifts, I was just like, well, shit, what am I, what am I going to do in my life? Asking God these questions. And it kind of just, you know, resulted in me realizing that I'm a healer. I'm a helper. I'm somebody who's always, you know, kind of been the middleman or the plug for my people in terms of their heart issues, the emotional shit, the relationship shit. So from there, I went back to school, got my master's. And while I was in grad school, I just started my platform. And, um, you know, the past seven years, um, I kind of took a a page out of my my mentor, 
um, Gary V, his notebook about, you know, just basically falling in love with the process mm-hmm. and um, really just, you know, being as transparent as possible. And that allowed me to create um, my platform Soul Sessions. That's how me and you met. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and definitely that was around, you know, circa like 2000. 13 to 2016. Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's crazy. And, and you know, it's crazy. I say this on air. Like, Huntsville is probably, I think, the black one of the black communities like most slept on secrets because it was crazy. And me and Erica talked about we talk about it a lot. Just the different creatives that was around in that space during that time and how we actually connected and actually curated shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we actually had a group you know, of young black intellectual professionals who all came from different places, did different things. But yeah. We, yeah. And we just really, you know, built it around this conversation around how we can create a world where we are welcome and that we love and that we can live, work and play in. So over the years that transitioned me into building my company and it's sophisticated and um, it's basically a social architecture firm. We, our goal is to create safe spaces. And I just do that in different ways, you know, day to day. I, I counsel, I coach as a holistic counselor, um, and and I have different projects, and you know I just use the creative space to 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 give people you know what they need versus necessarily what they want. I kind of try to do it in a way in which they can, you know, digest it. So it's allowed me to just be creative and you know create dope shit like books and platforms and podcasts and you know the things we do and talk about how do you get people what they need when they don't necessarily want it. You know what I'm saying. Um, and, and by the time they want it, it's, it's life and death. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I applaud yeah. you for that. Like, I really applaud you for that, especially the work that you did in Huntsville as a creative. You know, I was able to just see the way that you moved and to see the way that you built circles. And at for the sure. time, you know, I self-published my own book in mm-hmm. uh, Huntsville, Alabama, which I still have, which I still have too. It's in my library. <laughs> the, po- the poem, the poetry book, I think. Thirty-three was it? Yeah, 33? Thir- thirty-three yeah. was thirty-three was after. Um, okay. After Huntsville, so so my the book I published in Huntsville was called Jewels of Joy. Yeah, Jewels of Joy. Nope, I got Jewels of Joy. I'm just yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, been important for a long time, and I think that it's just important for us to continue to connect and to continue to recognize, you know, the God and the brilliance um, that we have on, on the inside. Um, for us, you know, for you, I really want to talk about too, just kind of how you've been able to not only connect people but connect to yourself and, and connect to your inner self right now. A lot of people are uh, having to transition uh, from having a job to being laid off or from having a job where they go into office or working from home. So some people are combating, you know, cabin fever. So I kind of want you to talk a little bit about, you know, the things that you recommend. And, and we, you know, we can definitely bounce things off of each other because I definitely yes, have sure. a couple of things that uh, I think that are important for people who feel, you know, stuck or, you know, claustrophobic mm. in, in any space. So uh, Miriam Webster defines cabin fever as extreme irritability and mm. restlessness from living in isolation or confined indoor area for a prolonged period of time. Mm. So, you know, I really would like to hear your insight, any tips <laughs> that you may have for the listeners on just combating cabin fever. 
Well, you know, I think um, with anything, especially coming from my, my place, being a counselor and dealing with, you know, working with people regularly on the thing, their narrative, like what that tape is telling them, what's going on in their heads. Um, I think it's important to emphasize the perspective um, and how we, um, not how we live life and how we do the things we do, but how we react to situations and how we see them. Like what could be life, you know, life altering for me could be a walk in the park for you, you know? So when I think of cabin fever and I look at like what's going on in our, in our, especially our society, um, you know, here stateside and then globally, I feel like what you're seeing is, you know, people who thought they were in control realizing they're not in control. Mm-hmm. And the, the awakening or a lot of what's happening is people having to sit with themselves. And that's something that our society really has not, um, is not taught us how to do. Mm-hmm. It's not taught us to master ourselves. It's taught us to master a system. And when you're pushing the master a system it's like, shit, you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about everything around you to uplift all the, you know, whether it's whatever title you have, if you're a banker, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, then if you're a husband or wife, then if you're a mother or son, you know, all these titles, you're looking to uphold, but you're rarely thinking about how to uphold yourself. If if all of those things fall apart, then who's left? Mm. So I say all that to say with cabin fever, I think it's a, a process of people having to embrace the breakdown. Um, you have to be able to embrace um embrace the 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 destruction in a sense because now your routine now your your safe spaces now the things that you kind of clung to kind of avoid yourself you really don't have so i think no distractions yeah none at all you know what i mean <laughs> like you ain't got and i mean and not even necessarily no distractions but it's just not the distractions that you're used to that's the thing about it is like we like we love the distractions we just act mm-hmm. like we don't you know, in mm-hmm. real life, like we we complain about work, but now you're seeing people wishing they could get up and go to a job. Right? Yes. Wishing they could go up, get up. And, you know, even when you talk about kids and avoidance, I think it's another thing. My, in my clients, we talk about avoidance. People are having to be parents now. Mm. Like, that's a real thing. And it's not to, it's not a shame, not to shame us, but it's just to, to point out a fact that we were taught that this system was, you know, built to to for what's best for our children but we're seeing that necessarily it's not what's best for the family unit because you how well do you really know your kid mm. and who's really raising your kid you know what i'm saying like so i think this cabin fever i think for for what well, i'll challenge you know your listeners right now anybody that's listening to this and is sitting down trying to figure out what their next steps are for whatever the next 30 60 90 days for however long this thing is is to really assess how you want to come up out of this for everything that you wanted to do, you know, I think me and you talk about it a lot. It's like, how do you want to um, design your reality? Like, if you look at your house right now, I promise you, you probably haven't been in every space or really, like, thought about what you want to do in every space in your house. Do you really live in your home? Mm. You know? So, it's 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 really, I think it's, it's dope for me because I'm like, hey, y'all, welcome to my life. You know, I've been doing this for some years now. So, <laughs> like, I wake up gotcha. every day trying to figure it out. But I think it, it exposes just how out of control we are for ourselves. We master, like, you know, I got a master's degree. I mastered the subject, but I have not mastered my life myself yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I really want to emphasize something that you said when it comes to sitting with yourself. Yeah. 
Although some people may be working from home, you may be surrounded by family. I do think that it's important to just be able to sit with yourself and understand who you are, mm-hmm. understand the things that you actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think now's the time to definitely reflect on some of the times when you felt that you were at your best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The times when you really got things accomplished, um, the times when you really felt like you were fulfilled and yeah. full of joy. Right. And I would encourage people to write those write those times down, uh, mm-hmm. make a list mm-hmm. so you have some type of reference point. Mm-hmm. Right. As we know in life, sometimes things actually get worse before they get better. Mm-hmm. So I think being able to sit with yourself is very, very important. And some things just learning, you know, how you learn and how you operate Um, for people who work from home. Sometimes that means that you actually work better in a structured environment. So you have to set up some type of office for yourself if you have not already. Yeah, yeah. I have a a friend. Yeah, I have a friend, honey. She uh, sent me a picture and said, hey, I just this woman is so creative. She made an office in her closet. Oh, for sure. And that's so that's so smart. (laughs) (laughs) That's so smart. Because I think we fail to realize like your home is is really just a a state of mind. Um, Yeah. And and even when you I love how you use that definition piece with, you know, cabin fever. And I think I think part of the definition says something about living in isolation or in loneliness. Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, that just I mean, shit, you could be living in isolation. You can have cabin fever. You can be having cabin fever in your own mind. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what a lot of us don't think about. Like, yeah, you may be in the house and feel you know locked up. But most of us feel that way every single day. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's something now that you have to now, now that you don't have the distraction, now it's just compounded on the fact that shit, you already feeling what you're feeling. No, this mental health conversation is just, I've been waiting on it because it's like we already were talking about these things we're going through, but now we forced to actually have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to be able to reach out and literally mm-hmm. make a list of friends. If you don't have that. a list already, if you don't have a group chat, sometimes that's the people who are in uh, individuals group chats, you know, Mm -hmm. they've already created a structure Mm -hmm. to be able to have, you know, people to fall back on and connect with. Um, But I definitely encourage people to connect with people virtually, maybe that you may not know via Mm -hmm. LinkedIn. It's real family. It's real communities on the internet. It's like, I ain't gonna lie. Like I was, I was juggling with somebody like my clients probably know me better than my friends. Cause they're the people who rock with me. Those are the folks that, you know, invest in me. I invest in them. The people that, you know, follow me on the, on social media that actually comment, mm-hmm. actually engage with me. Like those people, I know they're part of my, you know, my, my tribe. So I think, like you said, it's important for people to identify who can, who they can call in those times when, you know, your home, your actual physical home environment may be crazy and maybe actually the cause of your issues. But if you have another home with people that you love, then, you know, at least mentally you can get out your space, out your head, if that makes sense. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, Speaking sure. of space, you know, the getting in and out of your head, some of the tips that people will give you is, hey, when you're 
having to work from home or when you need to pass the time, clean your space. I think mm-hmm. that it's important to emphasize that we have to clean our mm-hmm. mental space as yeah. well as our physical facts. space. Facts, facts. And and just cause and just cause you can't get in the car and go somewhere, man, y'all go outside, man. Go hug a tree. Go sit in the grass. <laughs> like y'all post post like we start getting some money and forgot like we used to go outside. <laughs> like, you know, you can go have a picnic with, you know, like just just basic things. I think we don't we and, and it's something, you know, especially being American, if you if you've ever traveled or you have, you know, family who's not from here, you understand that we take a lot of the simple things for granted. You know, we take a lot of our liberties here for granted. So it's like, how well do you even know your neighborhood? Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like for real. So you know, I think what's this? What this is forcing us to do as people is really get back to to the human side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think is super dope for me because now everybody want everybody's more mindful of what they do, how they move, you know, mm-hmm. um, how they're how they're living. And we all know it got to get worse before it gets better. But I think what you will see is um, you'll see people come out of this a lot more aware, self-aware, mm-hmm. uh, self-aware and self-awareness, I think, leads to, you know, actual solutions, because we'll you'll start to see people just do different things, live in a different way versus talking about it, um, which I love because hell, now that means more people come and talk to me. <laughs> exactly so, so with that it. being said let the people know um we're gonna wrap up this interview real quick but For let sure. the people know how they can actually reach out to you to not only support your business but to sharpen their mind in terms of having someone having a holistic counselor to talk to and bounce things off of no, for sure. Um, I and like I said, my social media is at the trap therapist um, underscore at the trap therapist underscore on Instagram. Um, my personal Instagram is at winewool at W A I N W U L. Um, I'll be getting my website up shortly. It's a dot com. I got like a thousand names because I'm African. And, um, <laughs> so um that's that's really that's as far as the social stuff but mm-hmm. even on those you know those platforms if you actually want to book a session with me um you can go to book the trap um and actually you know um, i'll try to see maybe i can shoot you a link you can you can share it with some of your with your listeners but um yeah it's 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 real simple you know i got my links in my bio all that good stuff Okay. Trap Ther- the Trap Therapist podcast um, is also out there, and it's really just a lot of me really just venting, and 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 I don't say necessarily walking. I'm walking through my process with with my you know with my people with my listeners. So a lot of it is just you know me kind of giving you insight into how I break down things as well as help other people break down things. So you know that's 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 me. And you are just. Whew. So Man, creative, like, so inspired, so motivated. <laughs> Man, look, you know, Thank one you. day I, I appreciate you, man. One day, you know, we gonna read. I love how we had these conversations, but we really gonna look back at this and, you know, know we were doing the work. We focus on the work. That's that's my mantra, people. Focus on the work. Focus on the work. There is always work to do. Always work to do. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you doing so, it and, and being enthusiastic about it. Look, you got to. We could be dead. Might as well be happy. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Well, I appreciate you. 
the trap there. Nah, for sure. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. All right. Take care. All right, now.